Hello and welcome to the recordings of a fangirl. Hashtag sarcasm on this December 31st, 2023. Yep, yep, we made it to the end of the year, y'all. So if there was something that you were struggling with, guess what? You pull through. You made it to the end of 2023. Don't stress about it. Don't worry about it. Just let it go. Just be. You got this, and we're going into 2024. That's all you got to think about. Don't stress. And I will tell you why not to stress. My great aunt, she passed away at the age of 108 this past week. And we just, we had her funeral during Christmas week. And the one thing that my aunt never did was stress, get stressed out about anything. She didn't care about impressing anybody. She didn't try to be better than anybody. She didn't try to outdo anybody. She was just herself and she could care less about impressing other people and um, attention and all the kind of stuff, which kind of like is funny since I'm going to talk about social media right now in the top apps of 2023, where everybody wants to have attention like towards them. Like everybody worries about getting attention. And a lot of times on social media, you see girls especially try to get attention from men by posting pictures of either themselves half naked, naked, (laughs) or in a tight top. There are ways of expressing yourself sexually without doing that. If you saw my Christmas photo, I mean, my, all you see is my legs. Really. That's basically all you see. I think you see from the top of my thigh to the where, uh, right behind, right below my, uh, my knee. That's it. The rest of you, I'm cold. I'm dressed. And my boobs ain't sticking out. So if you're going to go into 2024, right, maybe your mindset as a girl should be to get attention in the best possible way. Because you get attention from men in the most disgusting ways. You can be, I'm all for women empowerment and I'm all for women's embracing their sexuality. But there are ways of doing it and there are ways of not doing it. So in 2024, I think about the ways you can do it without having to give up your dignity. Because I'm sorry, if you post naked or half naked or you show your boobs in a picture, um, I have no respect for you whatsoever. I don't. I should actually just post one just to show you what happens. (laughs) To prove to you all the disgusting men that pop out out of nowhere. Liking it, bookmarking it on Twitter on X, um, liking it and saving it on Instagram, uh, you know, commenting on TikTok. I, I, can, I can just show you of, of all of that. And that's like, I hope when we go into 2024, we can get rid of that because there's no place on social media for that shit. Here's the thing about social media. As someone who owns a social media company and I've owned it for, oh my God, since 2008. Um, when I first started designing my company and building it and working with it. Um, the one thing I can tell you 
all the things that people talk about today in 2023, social media was not intended for. It was not intended for politics. It was not intended for bullying. It was not intended for sexual posts. It was not intended for that stuff. It mostly was intended to network and to make friends with people and to build up your businesses. Um, that's basically what social media is for. It's, it's a great tool that's always misused. Now, you'll be surprised as to what some of the top platforms are. Because I see on, on X, I see on Twitter all the time, oh, I don't even speak anymore. Well, let me tell you what, Facebook is still number one. Facebook is number one. Now, the poll comes out usually in October as to what the top social media platforms were in the year, because November and December don't count. And they don't count that because of the holiday season, because it's just crazy. Like social media goes ballistic during the holiday season. So we don't really count that. So we count it to the end of October. Facebook, uh, this is like, you know, worldwide. It's not just the United States. Okay. Worldwide has about 3,000 active monthly users. That's why it's still number one. And it's number one also because businesses use Facebook for their ads. Their ads still do work occasionally. I will tell you this. I don't like creating ads for clients. I create boosts for clients. So I think boosts work a lot better. Now, if you don't know what a boost is, a boost is when you can take a post and boost it for as long as you want. Uh, the most important thing for a boost should be that it should be about five days at most. Maybe, maybe push it to 10 and then start fresh with another post. But I like those. Those And those actually work a lot better than ads. Ads are a lot more complicated and more complex to create because you have to do so many different, there's so many different dynamics that go into creating a Facebook ad. But yeah, so that's number one. YouTube is number two. And I'll get to you as to why it's number two. It had about 2,400 monthly users. WhatsApp, which I can't stand, is 2,000 monthly users. Instagram is tied for three with, with WhatsApp with 2,000 users daily. And I, I think that's hysterical because um, if you notice on Instagram, Instagram, everybody just repurposes their TikToks on Instagram for reals because TikTok still is the best app to create short video. Although, that's why, that's why YouTube is number two. Because short video was the big trending theme of 2023. Everybody did short, short videos. Um, you saw 15 second videos, 30 second videos, 45 a minute. Um, some people even tried to do 10 minutes on TikTok, which I don't know why. Because uh, everybody has a short attention span. So I'm going to tell you right now, that is the platform to do shorts. Now, here's, here I'm going to give you a, a tip. I'm going to give you a tip right now on YouTube and what works and what doesn't. I tried three different things. Where's my sticky note? <laughs> okay. Hold the boat. Okay. As my aunt, like, his auntie likes to say with my niece, hold the boat. And then she goes, hold the pickles. Okay. On the boat. Okay. Hold the boat. All right. If you're going to take a TikTok and you're going to use it as a YouTube short, 
create the YouTube video portion, like edit all your pictures together and your video together on YouTube, I mean, on, on TikTok, do not put the text. Do not use the music. Do not do any, leave the music off and the, and the text off. Unless you know, you're going to use original audio, which is you, know, you talking into the video, that's fine. Put it on to YouTube. You would as a short. Shorts are still 60 seconds and, and under. They haven't created anything for more than 60 seconds yet. But I'm telling you, probably in 2024, you're going to see three minutes. Uh, anyhow. Okay. Then when you open up YouTube Shorts, put in the text using YouTube Shorts. So you're going to edit the video within YouTube Shorts. And that will get you views. You're welcome. And that will get you views. That's how that's how YouTube Shorts works. They don't like it that much when you take a you you take a TikTok and you put it into their platform. Either does Instagram, but Instagram's a different uh, monster altogether, which I'll get to in a minute. So, right. So I talked about that, and then TikTok comes next. So TikTok used to be number one. Um, right now it has it says it has about. 1,200 monthly users worldwide. Um, I don't really know if I believe these statistics 100% because I'm going to say this. I'm going to switch TikTok and YouTube. I mean, TikTok and Instagram. I'm going to just switch them on this list because I feel more people are on TikTok than they are on Instagram. Uh, I really don't. I've seen so many people complain about Instagram and I'll tell you why they complain about it. Because about one-fourth of their audience sees what they post. If you don't boost that sucker out for a little boost and give it a boost, your audience doesn't seem to have that shit. That's why, and, and if you haven't noticed, that's why they created threads. They created threads because they knew their Instagram app was dying and threads is connected to Instagram. So if you want to delete threads after you join threads, you're deleting your Instagram app as well. You're deleting both of them together. And they, they knew that. So you can deactivate your threads, but you cannot delete your threads. So if you haven't joined threads yet, to me, it's a waste of, of an app. It sucks. You know, I connect. I thought I connected with these people that said, oh, I'm going to connect with these people. And we're going to have a conversation. I have yet to have a conversation with these people. Okay, thread sucks. I hardly even use it. Um... As much as I hate Instagram and I have to use Instagram, um, which I actually will be using <laughs> later on, I, you know, it's better than threads. But if you notice, everything that Mark Zuckerberg does and tries to change things and move things always fail. It fails. His reels failed because that's why people like TikTok more than they like Instagram is because of the tools within Instagram that you can use. I mean, the tools within TikTok are better than the tools within Instagram. So I understand that totally, 100%. Um, let me see what other social sites are. I'll give you another, a couple ones. Um, Snapchat is down the, on the list, by the way. Facebook Messenger is about 1,000 monthly users compared to 750 monthly users for Snapchat. And then, of course, you have um, uh, Twitter is 600 and about 666 users. And Pinterest has 465 monthly users. Uh, I still love Pinterest. 
But then again, it's a, it's a women's platform. It really is. It's not a man's platform. If you're a man and you're on it, congratulations. <laughs> but usually women use Pinterest more so than, um, than men. They do. I mean, yeah, if you think about what Pinterest is, I mean, Pinterest has, you know, recipes and craft projects. And I do my cheerleading stuff on, on Pinterest, uh, dating stuff on Pinterest, relationship stuff, um, clothing. People do buy things from Pinterest, but here's why Instagram is higher in the ranks than Pinterest, because people shop on Instagram more so than they shop on it on Pinterest. Also, that's why Facebook is up there too. Facebook's up there for three reasons. I already told you people use it for ads, for marketing. Two, people buy things from Facebook. And three, they have community groups and chats that people like to join, people have joined and people are in. So if you're in a group, groups are best on Facebook. If you notice, LinkedIn is not mentioned here at all. And it shouldn't really be because LinkedIn's a business. It's a business app. It, they, they tried their best to uh, make it more social, but it's not a social app. It's a business app. And you can do lots of different things on it. I coach businesses on LinkedIn. I mean, LinkedIn's an awesome platform if you're looking for a job, if you're looking um, for your dream job, if you're looking for a job, if you're looking to um, network with people in your niche, it's perfect. It's a perfect app for that. But it's not, that's, that's all it is. And sometimes people go a little overboard on LinkedIn. And by that, I mean they post too many personal things. Like, I don't need to see 500 pictures of you with your dog on LinkedIn. I don't need to see you on your honeymoon on LinkedIn. I, yes, you can post things like you post on Facebook. And you should be a little bit more personal when you have a business and when on the business side. But it, the rule is always 80-20. 80% business, 20% personal. And that should be on all apps. So I always add a personal flavor to all my social platforms, but it's mostly business stuff that's posted. You know, and I try to change up the links I have on, on platforms. So for example, Twitter right now, I still have my, my store open, my store link up there. Eventually January, you know, oh yeah, tomorrow or maybe the second. Yeah, I usually wait till January 2nd because January 1st, nobody cares. Uh <laughs> or maybe when, before I do the next podcast next week, I will put the podcast link back. So then that will be up for a month or maybe two weeks. And then I'll try to flip it and see after two weeks, maybe I'll flip it to a different, to a different link or maybe I'll put it back to my, um, my blog or whatever. You got to change things up. You can't keep the same links there. That's, what, that's the best thing. And then also the other day on Twitter, Somebody was posting about like, you know, um, trying to become an influencer. I'm going to tell you this. Influencer marketing is, is dying. It's slowly dying. First of all, people have gotten broke because they tried to become an influencers. And I know people. Two, I don't really give a shit what people are, are posting to try to tell me to buy certain things. Like unless they actually use the product, I don't care what celebrities and athletes are telling me about products. Three, and like is the big one, is that companies still do not understand influencer marketing. You know, I don't care that you have 20,000 followers on Instagram, great job for you. Half of those are probably bought followers anyway. And you have to understand that people buy followers. 
to become influencer. They buy followers and it doesn't cost that much. Uh, you can get 10,000 followers for like $500. Engagement is the most important thing for social media content. So somebody posted that on this Twitter that they're trying to become an influencer and they're going to work for free. Oh my God, no. If you are a content creator out there, you want to be a content creator, you want to be an influencer, never, ever, my biggest advice, never work for free. People take so much, they take advantage of you, number one. Number two, you don't need other people to post content. Like you can go into Target, go look at like something that you like in Target. Maybe it's a shirt, maybe it's a pillow, maybe it's a, I don't know, coffee, maybe it's something like a product, whatever. And you can do content with that product and post it on there. You can do content by yourself everywhere. Wherever you go, you can, you can create something. That's what content creators do. We create. We create content. That's all you have to do to get, to get exposure of yourself and to get noticed. It's all about the engagement. It's not about the followers. Stop worrying how many followers you have. Be comfortable having less because less is more. Remember, if you have a thousand followers, how many of those thousand followers are going to buy your product or use your service? Not too many. So you can just imagine if you have 20,000 followers, how many of those 20,000 followers, first of all, are liking and sharing and commenting on all your content? Out of the 20,000, I'm going to guess maybe 2,000 tops. Literally, that's exactly how it works. You don't have all 20,000 people liking your content. You don't have that. And don't give freebies. So many people do freebies and they do contests for free shit. Stop with those because people are only following you for the freebies and they're not liking any other type of content you put out there. And then they're hurting your numbers. They're waiting for their next freebie. And they'll just like that. That's how it works. And if you have to understand what your worth is before you don't put freebies. Like I'll put, maybe you get like, you know, I'll say, well, you can win a prize if you like this, this, and this, or do this, this, and this. Yeah, sometimes it works. You can give 10% off or whatever, but don't do it all the time. So many people do it like every week. Stop doing freebies. Yeah, sure. It's going to build up your numbers. You're going you're gonna to uh, saturate your numbers and make it look like it's so great. But in the end, it's really hurting you. So that is social media in 2023. 2024, one thing I will tell you, like I said, um, YouTube is probably going to expand to probably three-minute shorts. Um, they're going to try to do over a minute if they haven't done it. So sometimes it takes a while for everything to get rolled out too. So just because one person has something doesn't mean, doesn't mean that you're not going to get it. Uh, I'm going to find those numbers. Here they are. So this is from TikTok. So here's what's happening in 2024 on TikTok. Okay. Um, creative prompts that quickly gain traction and buzz through high participation. Then you have an emerging use, user behavior of interest revealed through new content patterns and enduring large-scale behaviors for transformations. About 1.8 times of users are more likely to agree with TikTok um, to agree that TikTok introduces them to new topics. So they're going to make sure that new topics are coming onto this platform. 1.4 times 
people and intriguing narrative structures guide viewers past the first few seconds. And this is mostly about ads. And someone said, remember, this isn't TV, it's culture. It means that your brand is now stepping into a creator space. You have to look and feel like that. The instant you try to script it, it's over. So if you're trying to do perfect, and I've seen so many ads on, on Instagram this last week about using templates on Instagram and perfect and having everything polished and perfect. No, real is more, real is better. Don't go for the polished look on social media. Go for the real look. Be that real person, which people hate because people like fake. Let's just, re- let's just, be, just be honest with each other. <laughs> people like fake. Um, stay true to you. Okay, so the market takeaway. Enter conversations with a flair of, de- of the delusion, the Lulu fun, to build accessible connections with audiences around joy, confidence, and comfort. So those are the three things, see? Joy, confidence, and comfort for 2024 on social. Um, 72% of users on TikTok say it's easy for strangers to connect and bond around shared life experiences. Life experiences, content creation, all go together. And the one thing I hate is when like athletes get like sponsorships and they put that shit out there. And that's the only post they put because they get paid. So this is why like athletes don't understand social media. Because they don't put the real flair on their feed. They use the stories and they don't even know how to create a story. Think about this. An Instagram story, just like a TikTok story, you're storytelling. You're telling the audience something that happened, something that occurred, something that's going to happen, um, what you're feeling in a story. Like when you open a book and you start reading a book, you're reading a story. That's the same concept as an Instagram story and the same concept as a TikTok story. Stop just throwing shit in there and think, oh, got my story. For example, I've seen New York Ranger players do it. They take the post from the New York Rangers feed and they throw that shit in a story and then they don't add anything to it. They just put it there. There it is. That's not a story. Add some text to it. Add some gifs to it. Make it your story write something. And the worst thing that athletes do, and so many Ranger players do this, they cut out the chance for you to respond to their story. Then what's the point of you putting out your fucking story? I don't give a shit if I can't, if I can't tell you why that was cool. Now that's awesome. Like Keandra Miller does that. Um, Lexi LaVanera does that. Vincent Trocheck does that. I'm trying to think who else does that. Adam Fox does that. I think Jimmy Vesey does that. So many guys on this team do that shit. But don't bother using stories, okay? Save us the time. We don't need to know your fucking story, okay? If we can't respond to a story, there's no point of you being on the app. That's what the app is for. Tell a story. If you're so worried about trolls, you shouldn't then be on. You shouldn't be on here. Remember, you when you became an athlete, you signed up for this shit, unfortunately. Okay? Learn to deal with it. If you can't deal with trolls and, and failures like this, you can't deal with success. That's exactly how it works. And I'm not, I, I kid you not, but I think the most important thing that I've learned doing social for other people and and teaching other people social is exactly that. 
you uh oh yeah new year's resolutions can't wait to see what stupid shit people are going to say they're all to the same shit anyway think about it it's all the same if you can't handle stress then you can't handle success and that's exactly what we're going to see now with the rangers let's see if they can handle stress because that's the championship mindset by the way Championship mindset is all about how you handle the stress of being an athlete in pressure situations. Because when you can handle them with the championship mindset, you come out as a champion. When you handle them with like, you know, you're afraid to embrace anything that's negative. So you got to embrace negativity first. You embrace the negative, you respond to the negative, you, you, I'm trying to think of the word. what's the word I was looking for? Well, you acknowledge, that's the word. You acknowledge the negativity and then you turn it and flip the script into a positive because you're always going to come through with negative energy. There's going to be negative energy no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing in life. You've got to deal with the negative and turn it into the positive. That's how it works. Most people just go in with a positive and you can't have positive energy all the time. Those people never succeed. Like, I don't have positive energy all the time. There's sometimes I doubt myself. There's sometimes I doubt things are going to happen. Um, there's sometimes, you know, no, I'm, I'm a little hesitant. That's okay. It's okay to be that because then you can feed on the negative, embrace it, acknowledge it, and then you're able to be open to let all the good things come in. That's how it works. And 2024, you will learn all that with my championship mindset. It will be probably mid-January because right now I'm still on the stages of editing, which I hate. <laughs> One people, people ask me, oh, it must be fun writing a book. Yes, the writing part is fun and it's also freeing. Um, the editing part sucks. I'd rather edit c- content for social media than edit my book. That's how bad it is. But anywho. Anywho. Um, what was I going to say? What was I going to say now? Okay. So let's just talk Rangers for now. That's what I was going to say. Just delete that. Okay. So their last game before the break is the only game I'm going to talk about. I'm not talking about anything else right now. I'm just going to talk about that game because I want to focus on that for, for a reason. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't deserve to win that game. I'm just going to be point honest. They did not deserve to win that game. And for everybody to say they got back on the right track and that was a great game and that was a great win and blah, blah. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. They won in overtime against the Sabres. Let's just, let's just um, remember. So they were up two to one after the first period. I will say this. Their first period against Buffalo was much, much better. Then they were up three to two in the, the second period. Okay. So their first two periods, they played 40 minutes. It was a little sloppy at times. It was a little unorganized. They did have energy, but they did not play to win the game, like we all said, right? 
they all look like they just couldn't wait for the break, to be quite honest. Um, the third period is where they lost it because they tied the game in the third. Um, you allowed the team to come back in the third. I will say this. Igor looks much, much better. He looks more like his usual self. He just needed some time to breathe and to reset. And of course, Ryan Lindgren. Hello, Ryan. Yo, this is why I keep telling you to shoot the puck more. Your wrister is is awesome. You have a great wrister. Do you know how many goals you would probably score in a year if you shot the puck more often? I would tell you, you can get more than five goals a game, a game, a season. You can definitely get, like, the goal for you, like, if, uh, the goal for you should be five this year. You should get five, five goals this year. And then up at next year, you sh- that should be one of your goals. Not just blocking shots, which you're awesome at, uh, you know, helping Igor and, and Quick and, and making your great defensive plays like you usually make. That shouldn't just be your focus. You're, you remember, like, you started off as a winger. And I got moved to defense. You know how to shoot that puck. Shoot it. Just like what you did. I mean, what you did against Buffalo was awesome in the first period. I mean, it, let's all think about this for a second. If Ryan Lindgren didn't shoot that puck, the Rangers would have lost that game in regulation, three to two. They wouldn't have taken it to overtime. And Mika, 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 Mika. Oh my God. Soft hands, presence on the ice, knowing where other players are. Your passes are spectacular. Holy, I'm like, I can't even, holy shit. They were just amazing. But then again, it's Mika. And Mika always is amazing. He always amazes me. That was, um, that was fantastic. And I loved you playing Santa. That was very cute. I saw that. Oh my God. How adorable are you? <laughs> Your daughter is so freaking lucky to have you as a dad because you are going to be the best. Like you are the best dad. I, there's no, there's no dad in my mind. That that was awesome. Seeing you play Santa was incredible. And who else was I gonna shout out? What other? Oh, um, uh, uh Gus the bus. Um, her daughter on on Twitter on um. Christmas morning, dancing to the goal song was incredible. If you didn't see that, check it out. It was freaking fantastic. And your daughter is so freaking adorable. Oh my God, she's so cute. Anywho. All right. So I'm going to now go into talking about Jacob Chuba for a minute. Few things. Few things. Number one. I think everybody should be aware of the fact that I do PR. I understand public relations. I do public relations. As a marketer, I do that strategically for companies. So I'm just going to point this out to all of you. Okay. If Jake Truba is so innocent, Okay. And didn't handle the podcast situation wrong with me. Why the fuck would he? 
<laughs> Why would they be going? Why would the PR department be going through all this trouble doing damage control with Jacob to make him look like he's this most awesomest fucking ass dude of all fucking time? Think about it. He did the stupid thing with Michelle Gingras. First of all, Michelle, Michelle, you are such a bad fucking actress. Okay. In the car with Jacob Truba, and he talks about him becoming a dad this year. Okay. And her response this was, this was, after, this was broadcast on November 26th. Surprisingly enough, right after my post went viral about Jacob Truba on the podcast. Okay. No coincidence there, y'all. Okay. Michelle acting like so surprised. Oh my God, Jacob, you're, you're going to become a dad. Oh my God, that's like so awesome. Can you, like everybody fucking knew that shit in October, Michelle. Where the fuck were you? Where were you, under a rock? You cover the fucking team and you don't even know that Jacob's wife, Kelly's having a baby and you act all surprised like that? Everybody knew. Most people knew in September. Okay? So that's number one. Number two, him in the car with Michelle. If you look at his face, look at how fucking afraid he is being in the passenger seat with the woman driving the car. <laughs> I mean, come on. But that's, that's what we call a PR stunt. Okay? And damage control. He's with a woman. Number one. Number two. The other thing was right before the break, he donated $100,000 of his money he made off his artwork for the Garden of Dreams and his other thing that he's doing with his wife, his wife. Jacob, first of all, how much did you sell your art for? Okay, because my question is, you make $8 million a year. You're only going to give a hundred grand when you can give a million dollars? Now, I, all, I, I said when he was doing his artwork, that his artwork belongs in a gallery. And I will stick with that. Because you know what? His artwork is really damn fucking good. There's no question about it. His artwork is really good. I love when people are creative like that and they show that type of side. It's awesome. But, but, and big butt, like my butt, big butt. Come on, Jacob. And so the guy that I know in the PR department that I'm no longer friends with anymore after this fiasco. <laughs> if he's thinking these thoughts, which I think this is all coming from him, to try to paint Jacob as this great guy, it's a PR, it's a PR stunt and it's a PR cleanup. I know those big words. I do PR, dumbass. So if you still believe that Jacob Trooper is so innocent, you are a naive motherfucker. Oh, I love Jacob Trooper so much. Oh my God, he would never, ever do anything wrong. And this could all have gone away by Jacob Trooper reaching out to me and telling me, you know what? I fucked up. I'm sorry. I should have reached out to you. I should have let PR handle it. I should have done my part. I'm captain. 
I should have done my part. Do you think, that, first of all, men, all of you men who are listening to this, stop being in your fucking ass ego all the time. You're not fucking perfect. You make mistakes. We make mistakes. Women make mistakes. Stop thinking you cannot apologize because that's, oh, that's not what the manly thing to do is. No, the manly thing to do is to step up and say, I fucked up. That's the manly thing. I fucked up. And then I would have been like, oh, thank you. Thank you for saying that. That makes me feel good. Thank you. All is well. And we would have gone on with our merry little way. But no, we're bringing this into 2024 now. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I'm playing chess, not checkers. If he knows what's good for him, he will reach out. The PR guy can't reach out to me anymore. I blocked him everywhere. Jacob can reach out. Unless the PR dude wants to email me. Fine. But I don't want to hear from the PR dude. I want to hear from Jacob. The PR dude, I don't give a shit about him. He's a fucking asshole. He's a geek anyway, so whatever. Um, he just tried to save his ass. Because that's what most guys do. That's what most people in this situation do. They try to save their own ass. If he knows what's better for him, good. If not, don't worry. Karma's a bitch. Let me repeat that again. Karma is a bitch. And I will give you the perfect story of karma. We all know about Britney Spears, right? And the conservatorship and her father using her for the money and taking her money and making this all about her mental health. When Britney Spears was fine, she didn't need sense. She didn't need conservatorship. Well, you know what happened to Britney Spears' father? Wanna know how karma works? He had needed his leg amputated. That's how karma works, baby. And karma's going to come right back around for Jacob. I'm telling you, he, he, she is. She's a bitch. She's a bigger bitch than me. Okay? And for the dude in the PR department, she's coming. She knows where you are, and she'll have no mercy. And I'll just sit here and smile, and then when something happens, I will tweet it. I will tweet, hashtag karma. Because I'll know it's karma. And speaking about this whole situation, if you want to, I will start talking about it in 2024. But unfortunately, if you want to hear how it's going to go, you're going to have to pay me a subscription for my podcast. Because I'll talk about it a little bit on the free version, but I will give you all the details on the paid version. And then some, because I got some stories from other women who, um, this one hockey player got divorced and this, his woman, his ex-wife has, she lays it all out. She lays it out. And that's another thing. Ryan, Ryan Lindgren, hi. Um, Why do you want to let some guy named Jacob on your team rule your brain and rule you and tell you how to be and what to be when he doesn't really give two shits about you. Think about this. He did not give you the A on your jersey for another specific reason. And we all know the reason. We know the reason. The people don't need to know the reason. We, we know the reason. You know, out of jealousy too. I mean, he's, he's severely jealous of you. Totally. Totally jealous of you. 
But, you know, I mean, come on. Come on, Ryan. You know what to do. That's all I'm going to tell you. That's all I'm going to say. You know what to do. If you're a man of your word, <laughs> you're a man, if you're a man, period, you'll know what to do. And you'll do it. If you're a boy, you won't. You'll let everything else rule your brain. And you won't, you won't go with what your heart tells you to do. Uh, and speaking of Ryan Lindgren, Ryan, yo, if the Rangers only offer you one year, you reject it. It's two or three years that they should be offering you to resign on this team. If they don't, you reject that one year. Do not take one year. You are worth more than one year. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Same with Braden Schneider. Braden, two years, a bust. That's it. Two years, a bust. Do not take one year. And let's hope to God that Chris Jury doesn't trade for players that he could have re-signed, like Tarasenko. I think uh, Zuccarello is hurt now, thank God, because these Ranger fans want him back because they have this love affair with him. I don't want him back. He's old. He's not going to help. Sorry, but not sorry. Don't want him on this team. And I'm not, we're not trading good, good, Goody. Can you all get out of your fucking ass little heads? Goody needs to be here. Goody can play anywhere between the second line, third line, or fourth line. He can do anything. He can center. He can play wing. He's gritty. He's grinding. He plays tough. He plays, he plays, he puts everything on the table. That's the kind of player you need to win. And can we get off this that we need Brendan, um, Brendan um, Oppen to come up? Leave him down there. Let him stay there. He needs, to, he needs to gather himself and get better with his game. Just because he's doing good down there does not necessarily mean he's going to do the same kind of shit up here. He needs to stay down there. Maybe they bring him up when their playoffs are over. Maybe. But there are a lot of other reasons why he shouldn't be here. Next year. Look at Will Cooley, who freaking, oh my God, you blossomed. Look how awesome you are. You are so freaking awesome. And I think it's, it's rubbing off on you staying with Vincent Trotrek, I have to say. Vinny is really molding you really well. Vinny's awesome. Vincent is awesome. I mean, his style is running off on you. Um, his play is running off on you. And that fight you had. Oh, my God. That was just incredible. You are an incredible player. Do not let anybody tell you otherwise. You're growing. You're blossoming. And we are so excited that you're on this team. I wish other players play like, like you. Little, uh, little guts, you know? Anywho, I will at some point today do an Instagram Live. I don't know what time yet. I'm still figuring out what the hell I'm doing on this on tonight anyway. Am I going in? Am I staying home? Am I doing nothing? What am I doing? It's the same shit. I really like, you know, New Year's Eve to me is like nothing really exciting to tell the truth. It's just nothing exciting. It's it's I'd rather literally stay in bed, snuggling, snuggling up with my blankets, watching like, you know, some movies and eating some snacks and just sitting there and doing absolutely shit. Then going out to a party, then going out to dinner, then going anywhere. Like when I was like, you know, late teens, early 20s, that was awesome. Because that's what you're supposed to do when you're that age. Like when you're 17, 18, from like 17 to like 23, it's like the best time of your life. After that, you're like, Ugh, whatever, whatever. <laughs> 
just remember something, though. Do not drive drunk tonight. Can you please say it with me? I will not drive drunk tonight. Don't be a fucking asshole, okay? And kill somebody because you're a fucking moron. If you're buzzed, you're drunk. Get somebody to drive you. There's Uber, okay? There's buses. There's train. There's subways. There's taxis. There's your friends. There's your family. Get somebody who's sober to pick you up and take you places. Do not drive drunk. I know people who have died from drunk drivers. It ruins families. It ruins people's lives. It will ruin your life. And it's not the way that you want to start 2024 by being drunk out of your goddamn mind for whatever reason. I have no idea what people get drunk for. I know when my body has had enough and I stop. There's, there's no reward for getting drunk. I don't know why people want to have a hangover the next morning and have a headache and throw up. Why? I avoid those things. I avoid throwing up at all costs and having a headache. You should too. Being drunk is nothing. It's the stupidest shit I think I've ever seen in my life. People become drunk. But anyhow, do not get behind the wheel. Sleep over wherever you're going to be. If you're going to host people, invite them to stay over if they get drunk or they don't feel that they should be driving. Because it's just, it's going to ruin everyone. It ruins people's lives. And the stupid thing is, that I can never figure out, is that the innocent person dies and the dumbass that's drunk lives. It, it ruins families. I know somebody whose daughter died. He was in one of my business groups. His daughter died from a drunk driver, and she was not that far away from home. It ruins people's lives. Don't ruin yours, too. Think about you. Do you really want to have a DWI and get arrested for DWI and have to go through all that shit starting off 2024? No. Do you want to kill somebody innocently in a car because you were stupid enough to get behind the wheel? No. And don't be dumb enough to get into a car with someone who is drunk, too. Because chances are you can die in that, that car accident. They can hit a pole. And guess what? You'll be dead and the driver who's drunk won't be because of peer pressure. Don't give in to peer pressure. Be the strong one and either offer to drive if you're not drunk or get a ride to get, to get where you have to go. Please, I beg you all, don't drive drunk. That that's just my message. That's how I'm going to end this podcast for 2023. Do not get drunk. If you're going to get drunk, know what your plan is. Try your best not to do, not, not even try your best. Just don't do it. Don't do it. See you all maybe on Instagram, but I'll talk to you all in 2024. Bye.